This is The Saucerless Life, briefly exploring the history and lore of weird stuff other than flying saucers. I'm Aaron Gullius. The Saucerless Life is an occasional podcast in which we explore weird concepts, events, or people that don't fit into the world of flying saucers. Still no preconceptions, snark, belief, or debunking, this is Encounter 1, Bigfoot and Davy Crockett. So after I finished up Encounter 701 on Bigfoot and related issues and how they connect to saucers, the show's cryptid advisor, Sasha, sent me some information that I'd never seen before about Davy Crockett, king of the wild frontier, if you're to believe the good people at Disney, about Davy Crockett encountering a Bigfoot near Nagadochas, Texas. This was all encapsulated in a letter from Crockett to Abner Bergen, Crockett's brother-in-law, who had accompanied Crockett and his party to Texas, but had returned to Tennessee after a short time, being leery of the whole revolutionary thing and not wanting to denounce his American citizenship in order to fight in the Texas Revolution. The date of the letter is, at least to me, unknown. I've seen the year 1835 mentioned in connection to it, but since Crockett and his party did not reach Nagadochus until January 5th of 1836, that seems unlikely. In any case, this is the letter. The William he mentions is probably William Patterson, who came from Tennessee as well and fought alongside Crockett in William Texas. William and I were pushing through some thicket, clearing the way, when I sat down to mop my brow. I sat for a spell, watching as William made his good and fine progress. I removed my boots and sat with my rations, thinking the afternoon a fine time to lunch. As the birds whistled and chirped and I ate my small and meager ration, I tapped my axe upon the opposite end of the felled tree I rested upon. Whether it was the axe's disturbance or possibly the heat of the sun which caused an apparition to slowly form in front of my eyes, I know not. As a Christian man, I swear to you, Abe, that what spirit came upon me was the shape and shade of a large ape-man, the likes of which we might expect among the more bellicose and hostile Indian tribes of the territories. The shade formed into the most deformed and ugly countenance, covered in wild hair with small and needling eyes, large broken rows of teeth, and the height of three foundlings. I spit upon the ground the bread I was eating. The monster then addressed a warning to me. Abner, it told me to return from Texas, to flee this fort, and to abandon this lost cause. When I began to question this, the creature spread upon the wind like the morning steam swirls off a frog pond. I swear to you, Abner, that whatever meat or sausage disagreed with me that afternoon, I forswore all beef and hog for a day or so afterwards. So, not just a Bigfoot encounter, but an encounter in which Crockett was warned of impending doom from a fairly articulate Bigfoot. Given hindsight, it makes sense that this foretells what would come in March of 1836 when Crockett met his fate at the Battle of the Alamo. From what I've been able to find, the letter is thought to be genuine. At least, the words on the paper are thought to be genuinely Crockett's. The story, however, is thought by most Crockett scholars, all Crockett scholars, to be a bit of fun between Crockett and his brother-in-law. The forswearing of all beef and hog is a funny line, for example, and tales of giants and strange creatures were somewhat popular in the 1830s. I think it's significant, perhaps, that Bergen had refused to get involved in the political turmoil in Texas, which, in early 1836, was at a stage where the Texans were regrouping and bracing for Santa Ana's looming offensive. 
if we stipulate the existence of an actual letter. The contents strike me as sort of a grim gallows humor as much as anything else. I can't imagine that Abner Bergen was laughing, though, when the news from San Antonio reached the volunteer state. I would also point out, uh, as was pointed out to me, that this sort of falls into the general um, notion of cryptids providing warning or being harbingers of doom, something we're going to uh, see revisited when we dive into the, the complex Mothman complex of paranormal events that shook the Ohio Valley in the late 1960s. Uh, so stay tuned for that. That's coming up in Encounter 702 of the Saucer Life, uh, not the Saucer Less Life. Well, hope you didn't mind the lack of saucers. I tried to keep it short, and we'll see if we do more of these little things along the way. The Saucerless Life, Encounter 1, was written and produced by me, Aaron Gullius, and is a Chizo Media production. Our cryptid advisor is Sasha Gimlinson. Till next time, pay careful attention to Bigfoot's prophecies of doom, because those prophecies of doom might come to pass. <laughs>